Production. Recorded live. Hey, hey, how you doing? I'm doing all right. How you doing? Good, good. You talked to Miss Nyabu? Yeah, I did talk to her. I inboxed her. Uh, and uh, she said she had been out looking for a job. And she said she was having a rough day. Okay. She was having a rough day. I don't know if she, I don't know what she's doing at this present time. No. Yeah, I know her dad's been sick. Yeah, so she's probably been with him, too. Oh, yeah. Well, how was your day today? It was good. I slept last hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. <laughs> Hold up. Yeah. Hold up. Then my daughter had her little orchestra concert. It was nice. Oh, that's good. Was it, was it Christmas? Yeah, the, when they do the band and the orchestra winter concert. Oh, that's cool. I used to be in band. What grade is she in? Seventh. Yeah. I started out in band from, from seventh to uh, maybe my sophomore year. I wish I would have been in band or orchestra. When she said she wanted to play the valley, and I was like, what? Okay, let's try this. Okay. And I was like, wow, well, you are great at this. <laughs> really good, girl. She be making some money. They using violinists and uh, all kinds of different types of music genres now. Yep. That's what I told her. I said, that's a right. your scholarship to college. Everything. Uh-huh. Beautiful. How was your day? My day was pretty good, girl. This girl keep on texting me. Let me reply to this. It was pretty good. Um, I kind of uh, wrapped up some gifts and some gifts and talked to my baby daddy for a while, and we just kind of had a really good talk. And uh, he's really crazy, girl. I'm telling you, <laughs> stuff, stuff that comes out of his mouth, girl, is just so shameful. I was like. Dog, I'm saved. Please stop talking like that. But he is really crazy. Mm-mm, look, that's funny. <laughs> uh, but we had a really good time. Uh, I was just, you know, like, you know, I think a lot of stuff, and you've been through ups and downs. I was really, you know, just telling them. He was like, yeah, I don't know why you never really, you never really believe that I love you. He's like, you just, you know, it's like, it's like in the beginning, you know what I'm saying? It started out kind of rocky. And then no, I, go to when, I, when I got serious uh, about you, you just wasn't serious. You wasn't serious about me. And uh, so he, he just started to reveal a lot of different things uh, about him. And, uh, and girl, he's just really crazy. He's talking about <laughs> He's like, man, I ain't never, ever talking Really? He's like, I think that's the nastiest thing ever. The phone's breaking up. What you say? Because the phone's not breaking up. He was like, I sucked your toes. Ah, 
And he was like, man, I ain't never done that for no other one. He was like, man, he's like, uh, his girlfriend gets mad because she say he ain't intimate enough or whatever. And he said, I just be thinking, like, I'm not touching you. Like, yeah, I'm not. He's like, man, I don't rub no feet. I don't rub no backs. He's like, I don't do none of the stuff that I ever done with you ever. Wow. Yeah. yeah I so sad. Yeah, he said that. He's like, man, no matter where we go or whoever we be with, somehow I end up back together. And so I was like, well, I'm just waiting on somebody else. So I'm not going to wait on you. He's like, well, I guess it just ain't meant to be then since you're talking about you're going to marry somebody else. <laughs> he started going off. And I just, uh, we had a really, I tried to go to sleep, girl, but we wanted to keep on talking. Well, that's good. I got to, you know, let everything out, like a, a little bit of closure, you know, like. Yeah, yeah, just kind of, you know what I'm saying? Like some stuff you just kind of. Assume, you know what I'm saying, because stuff didn't go the way you wanted to. So you kind of picked that together. Oh, you so Stop that. <laughs> like every time I hop on the phone. Yeah. Well, you know. He didn't laugh at it. My kids are older and they have the same way. That's what my mom said. Y'all used to do me the same way when y'all was little. Yeah. I'm like, what? Yeah, I don't know. We just, I don't know what it is. They want all the attention. Yeah. But it was a pretty good day. Then I finally went to bed about uh, maybe almost 1 o'clock. Got back up about 2 o'clock. And because uh, I had read, I started reading. I'm first Corinthians. And I'm, at, I'm like at chapter 15. Chapter 15 now. Uh, and uh, it is like the craziest book. I'm so glad to be at the end of First Corinthians because it really, like, I'm like reading stuff and I'm like, Lord Jesus, really? You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> a, you know what I'm saying? Like a woman shouldn't say nothing in church. And I'm thinking, what? You know what I'm saying? Like, a woman shouldn't speak in church. Oh, yeah. When it says it loud and clear. Mm-hmm. And I'm thinking, so, Lord, this is kind of like prejudice and, and you know, like, yeah, yeah just kind of bias. Like, so is this gospel only for men? Like, you know, like, so what I'm going to do is read it in Hebrew. I'm going to get it in my, and search it in my Hebrew Bible and see exactly, you know, I'm going to say, what is he saying? Is he saying that women shouldn't pass laws in the church? Because this is a book about when he started making laws and telling them about marriage and different things like that. So I'm kind of confused. Like they say yeah, where that a woman that the women, yeah, you finish, yeah, yeah, and then that a woman should cover her hair, her head in prayer, mm-hmm. and and uh, when he talks about her hair being her covering. And uh, that, but you know, she prays in vain if she doesn't cover her hair. And I'm thinking, Lord, you know what I'm saying? Like, is this, is this are we right? Now, it's in the New Testament, and it makes you wonder for real. 
Right. Like, do you, what do you do? Like, do you, because how can you take part of this word and live off of it and then exclude this? Right. So, you know, so I'm like, okay, Lord, you got to give me a revelation. So I'm so glad to be at the end. I got to finish 15. I got maybe, I'm at verse 15 and uh, what is this? 15 and like 48 or something. And then I go into 2 Corinthians. I'm thinking, Lord Jesus, please don't let 2 Corinthians be nothing like 1 Corinthians. <laughs> you are I'm serious. I'm like, Lord, I'm about to close my Bible, Jesus. But it's good to read it for yourself. But now I got to, now it's going to send me on a journey of actually searching the scripture as far as going back to what. Paul is really saying. Right. You know what I'm saying? Because they tell you to take God's word at a literal, you know, you know, form. And so if he's saying that we are not supposed to even open our mouth in the church, but and then it's translated to church in the Bible, but I'm thinking this is a he's talking about a synagogue and mm-hmm. not a church. So I, I'm really, like, trying to, I, I got to search this thing out, girl, because I'm like, wait a minute, Lord Jesus. You know, like, really, is this how you really feel about the women? Like, what are we, you know, <laughs> like, what is going on? And then, like, because some of it he'll say, this is of God and this is of me. Uh, right. In my opinion, you know what I'm saying, this is, you know, my law, but because I'm of God, um, I, I, I expect you to follow it. You know what I'm saying? I'm thinking, Lord, some of the stuff this man is saying is just crazy. Like, Paul was a nut. (laughs) Yes, he was a, what's the word? You don't want to say controlling, but he was kind of. Yeah, he was brutal, girl. Yeah, brutal. (laughs) He really was. Even like, you know, he was like, you know, don't get married because I ain't getting married. And, you know, and. You know, it's just crazy. And to my like, you know, if a man wants to, if he wants to get married, uh, go ahead and let him get married. But I'd rather you don't. Uh, and he's like, this ain't God, but this is my my opinion. And I'm thinking, well, we don't want your opinion. We want everything straight from God. So I'm Thank thinking, Lord, you, yeah, I'm like, Lord, God. So it's really how much of the Bible is written on man's opinion and how much of it. Is divine, you know what I'm saying? And so, like, what what what's really law and what's really uh, what are we gonna really be judged by? You know what I'm saying? So, like, I'm just thinking, like, this is a this is a lot. This is really a lot. It is because that's what because today I was so I was like, you know what? These uh, jeans are ten dollars, nine ninety nine. I'm about to buy me three pairs. So I was thinking to myself, like, Lord, you know I ain't wore jean jeans in a very, very long time. I'm used to wearing skirts. So I'm like, Lord, convict me if I put on these jeans. <laughs> it's just like, I don't know. All right. When I went into yeah. Pentecostal, it was like, you got to, I mean, the Pentecostal church I went to, you had the word. Uh, shirts to your down wrist bone, the end of your wrist, cover up your neck. But they don't do it as much as they used to now. But that was like, I remember, 
I remember when they relaxed the law. I was a teenager when they relaxed the law uh, about uh, Pentecostals. Uh, us not having to wear uh, skirts all the time, and we can wear pants, and we can wear earrings, things like yeah. that. And it was to me when they relaxed it because when I was growing up, going to school, I wore long skirts. Yeah, so it, you know, it's like right when I became a maybe I probably was a maybe I was I would say a junior in high school when I got to start wearing pants. So I was born when they laid loose that law. I was like, what pants? I can wear pants and shorts and whatever I want to wear. Too. But then so, the United Pentecostals, they because it's a girl my uh, that goes to my the old church. She's like. Well, I love wearing skirts, and you supposed to, what you say? Something about skirt, skirt, and and that's my case, and I'm not saying nothing else. I'm just like, wow, like, is that how I used to be? Right. Because <laughs> I'm just like, okay, if the Lord saved somebody today, they got pants on, you think when he, they get to heaven, he's going to be like, well, you wore pants, so you want to hear something? <laughs> I mean, yeah. it just don't sound right. And see that, but you know, like when I when I search and just think about everything that I've read and what I know of the Bible overall, God is judging the heart. He's judging the heart, the, the nature of a person. And uh, like how Paul says, uh, if a man is circumcised, he don't need to become uncircumcised. Or if a man is uncircumcised, he don't need to become circumcised because all of that is nothing. So, but then turn around and tell you you got to put on a, a dress, or you know I'm I'm so confused about like what is really um, what God is really calling for. And then when you you go further, He talks about drunkards. He don't say nothing about your clothes and that. He says drunkards, liars, homosexuals, mm-hmm. fornicators, idolaters. Those people will not inherit the kingdom of God. He doesn't say anything about. Uh, people, if you dress a certain way or, you know, if you don't follow the dress code uh, that's set before you, because that, that is man's tradition. That is man's opinion. Right. So I am really, girl, and then, I mean, I'm just stuck on the fact, he like, how can you call a woman to preach and teach if she ain't supposed to, she's supposed to be silent in church? So is God really calling women to preach and teach? Yep, that's what I was, I, that kind of stuck to me too, but in the, but it said when he poured out his spirit upon all flesh, women shall yeah. prophesy. So, still and that's before Corinthians, that's in Acts. That's in the book of Acts, yep. It was in right. the Old Testament with the prophet uh, Ezekiel, was it Ezekiel? And then, I think Ezekiel, I, did Isaiah say it too? Hold on, let me tell my mom I'm a car back real quick. Okay. Hold on. Okay. It was Jeremiah. What book did I just leave out of? The book of Acts. Hello. Yeah. But uh, she want me to wake up at seven in the morning. But then the, yeah. it also says that we're supposed to teach the kids, and we're supposed to teach women, like speak to women. 
Right. So, so I like, think it's worth the sep- yeah, separation for me in it. It's really, it's just, I said, Lord, I just got, I got to get out of that first Corinthians because that book is, that's a hard book. That is a hard book. Like mm-hmm. Paul literally had no compassion. He's like, should I come to you with a wit? <laughs> or should I come to you with, with love? I'm thinking, what? <laughs> you got, you, wait a minute, hold up. You are crazy. Mm-hmm. So I, I'm really gonna I'm gonna read Second Corinthians and then I'm gonna go into my concordance and get my look, check my Hebrew Bible and and try to figure out what he is actually saying in Hebrew and Greek terms because it is a hard thing to swallow that this is a man that has wrote over a third of the New Testament and. He uh, almost has little respect to none for women. Uh, And uh, he kind of, you know, at some point, you know what I'm saying, like in Timothy, and he talks about, you know, uh, different women and uh, Eunice and all these lowest. Mm -hmm. He talks about all these different women in high regard. But then he lays down this law that they shouldn't speak. So I, 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 I don't know, girl. I just got to pray on that one. I, I, while I was reading, I was like, Lord, please, because this word right here has become a stumbling block. Help me, Jesus. It's true, though. Because I came across it, too. I'm like, okay, so every time I walk around my house, I'm supposed to pray with something on my head. Exactly. And I'm thinking. And then when no I prophesy, I'm supposed to have something on my head when I'm prophesying. Yeah, yeah, that's what it said. And then when you go to churches where women do wear little uh, dollies, dollies, what they call them, on their head, people say mm-hmm. they man-made. <laughs> that's man-made. All right. So yeah, that's, I told my yeah. husband that the other day. I said, "So what if I be walking around outside uh, like the Muslims? How would you feel?" <laughs> <laughs> what do you think? He, he know I'm crazy. He know I do it even if he say. He know me crazy. For real, girl, you know because we really like just we've been on this fast and we've been concentrating and praying. Mm-hmm. That's what that's what our focus been on. You know what I'm saying? Like really trying to find out what, what God is saying to us. And this is the kind of stuff that needs to be taught in Bible study. This is the yep. kind of stuff that needs to be uh, need to be taught because here you have uh, all of these churches. I'm on the phone. You, you can't play that. You're organizing all these churches, and you're running all these preaching revivals, but there is no, some people, we we reading this word, and it's contrary to what we're, what's coming yeah, over that pulpit. what we're getting, what we're getting. And just like where it says we have to wear uh, linen, like one linen, we can't yeah. use a mixed cloth. And I'm just like, yeah. Lord Jesus, like, 
We've been doing it all wrong. Yeah, so like, you know what I'm saying? The men have they... been doing it right because they wear suits all the time, but us women. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. And they don't teach it, you know, or give us clarity on what the word of God is really saying. You know what I'm saying? They go to school for this. They, you know what I'm saying? They're taking mm-hmm. seminary. They're getting this from the Greek and the Hebrew. Uh, they actually are studying, uh, you know, they study the times and things and eras of when this word is written and the context in which it is written. Yet, it's not being taught to the church. And then we see these. I, I've, I've had several Israelites, uh, so-called Israelites, talk to me and be like, you know, you know a lot about the Bible. And I'm like, yeah, they're like, but you wear pants. Or, yep. you know what I'm saying? You know, I'm thinking, God ain't concerned with my He's concerned with my heart. But when mm-hmm. I read it for myself over and over in this word and it, and it jumps off the page, I'm thinking, Lord, what are you saying? Are you telling me that I need to go into buying all dresses and skirts? Right. Uh, that I need I need to cover my head before I so everything that I've been saying up until this point um has been in vain. Well, why are we on the you same page? <laughs> I was just thinking it to myself the other day. <laughs> I'm telling you, God is I really want to understand uh they they you know like they having a revival which I want to go. I wanted to go, but I don't want to go to India. I'm just really not into. Go to the church going and all that great stuff, but I'm not trying to go over there. Right. I'm really not. And uh, I was kind of like going back and forth about me talking to Bishop about leaving the church, and I was thinking. Should I just go in there and tell him that I just want to take a leave of absence for a while and go down there and just fellowship with them, or do I just want to just do away with my membership altogether? I don't right, because it is kind of like where should I be with this? Right, and I just don't know. I'm like, Lord, you know, I really need some direction. I really do, and, and you can't get the direction from the man of God because. For one, he's directing he might, stuff. Yeah, and, and then you don't want to offend him uh, or her or whoever. You don't want to offend him. But uh, I, I really just feel like you know I need the Lord to really speak to me. I'm 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 looking for some prophecy or you know a dream, a vision, or a word, or an angel, or some sort to come and give me some kind of revelation on what step I'm supposed to take because we're supposed to seek the Lord in everything that we do. Everything. Everything that we do is acknowledging in all our ways. And if we are seeking him and asking him, I'm looking for some direction, Lord. I'm looking for which step to take. I don't have long, you know what I'm saying? I don't want to stay out here in limbo like this. I need you to let me know what to do. It's like I'm walking around in the wilderness. You know what I'm saying? Like, where, you know, where are we going from here? So I'm like, I really just want some direction from God. And it's crazy that we we just in the same place. And I'm I'm hoping that the Lord will give us some kind of revelation. Soon. 
Because I go back and forth from the, the Hebrew Israelites and all that too. I'm like, all this is adding up, but where is the fine line? It's like, all right, well. I believe in the baptism of Jesus' name. I believe in the Holy Spirit. Um, I, I, you know, I believe. You know, I also believe that the whole the, the Spirit of God is not tongue. Um, the right. Bible says it's for the unbeliever and not the believer. Uh, mm-hmm. And then, like he says, I rather you prophesy. He said, you know, it's good. You know, I wish everybody spoke in tongues, but you know that ain't. That ain't the case. So he's plainly saying that everybody don't speak in tongues, and it's a gift. Uh, and speaking in tongues, and you know, in vain without interpretation, because when you speak in tongues, you speaking to God, not you know, like language. And right. so, God speaks in all, all nations of people. He identifies with everybody. He can go to Japan and speak, you know, Japanese and come mm-hmm. over here to speak English or whatever and uh, and, and never get, you know, everything. And that's nothing never gets, you know, confusing to whoever he's speaking to. Yet when we speak in tongue, we don't know what language for one we're speaking. We don't know right. what thing. Um, and and he's, he's you speak in tongues, hey, you need to have two or three witnesses or somebody to be able to interpret. I'm thinking, what, what, what? <laughs> you need two or three people. You know what I'm saying? When you speak in tongues, you need to have at least two people, uh, one to verify the tongues and then another one to interpret the tongue. So, you know, there's the speaker, the one that's going to verify that you spoke in a different language, and the interpreter. So you know, it's really I, I'm I, Nisha. I'm I'm just really want to get close to the Lord, and it seems like Lord, this is it's, it's troubling because you, you don't know. You were still talking. My phone went out. Did it? Yep, you were still talking. I was like, I hope you ain't still talking. <laughs> yeah, you never went out. It's troubling. It's troubling because you know I don't. You don't want to do the wrong thing, or you don't want to not not do enough. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, whew, it's rough, girl. It is rough. It is rough. And I was just thinking about that the other day. I'm like, Lord, so you telling me I'm really supposed to be wearing one type of linen, and then I'll be looking at the uh, Israelite women. They have, right. you know, one type of linen on. Who else is that fur kind? I like how he's speaking stuff. His women, yeah. they be having one type of linen on. And then I've seen, like, on Facebook, um, I don't know if they was getting married or he was just, like, his wife had her hair wrapped up and she had on all white, he had on all white, and he was near right. down doing something. I can't remember. But I was like, Lord, is this how we supposed to be dressed? I mean, right, it was right. beautiful to me. I said, I don't mind. I could walk around like that. That don't, you know, offend me at all. But still, it's just like no. we got Americanized. I mean, you know, we grew up, you know, wearing Pants. Right. My mama, she used to make our clothes bust, and we would, but it still would be shorts and pants and dresses. But it, you know, that's what we grew up on. But then when I got to Pentecostal, that's when I started really wearing skirts and stuff. Right. And then it's now it's just like, okay, Lord, you're not going to 
just kill somebody for a pair of pants, you know, take them to hell for a pair of pants. But I think as a, a female preacher, yeah, I think we probably will have a higher standard in what we All right. were. Right. That's the, probably the difference. Like, we probably have to, you know, just dress differently from everybody so we, people can know as a minister. That's a, you know, right. that's a woman of God right there. Yeah, and I really don't, like you said, I don't have a problem wearing, I grew up wearing skirts, like, all my life. You know what I'm saying? I can truly say that I really didn't, my, my parents didn't force us as we were kids to run around playing outside six, seven, and eight, you know what I'm saying, like that. But right. when we got uh, of age, I would say, like, uh, junior high uh, on up, they expected us to dress accordingly, especially if we claimed to be saved. Um, right. We, you know, we had to wear skirts because that was the tradition of our church, and that's the way we were being raised. So, if we were saved, we were we wore skirts, and um, so I don't have a problem with that. It's just like now, Lord, you know, I'm like, Lord, now you gotta give me some money. No <laughs> clothes. <laughs> 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 And you know, and just you know, just different things. Like I got, a, I got a few dresses and a few skirts and things. I might mix and match and put them together, or whatever. But uh, really, uh, it's just something you know. You really got to think about what he's requiring for you to do. Like uh, uh, I remember Juanita Bynum was was going through her all white phase, mm-hmm. and now. Now she's preaching in regular clothes. And she said that the Lord had her in all white, she thought was, you know, because uh, uh, that's what, you know, it was required. And you know what I'm saying? But she's like, you know, actually it was God taking her to a place of sanctification uh, where he was setting her apart uh, from other women. Correct. And, you know, so now she's preaching, and she had on a nice little, she had on a black skirt and a nice little, I can't remember, she she had on all black that day, black little black dress, you know, nice heels and, you know, whatever. But, you know, she would run around in her little white and the white socks and uh, cover from head to toe. And uh, she said that was, she thought it was because that's what, you know, the Lord was requiring, what it was, he was requiring that for her. Because he was setting her apart for a different life, a different standard of living, mm-hmm. for where he for where he was taking her. So I'm thinking, Lord, is, are you showing me this because you want me to begin to separate myself and to begin to sanctify myself and to uh, go into uh, this type of separation for where you're trying to take me, or is this something that is a law? That this is a must. Like, you know, like you have to wear skirts. You have to have your head covered because I'm thinking we've been praying on this line. We've been praying daily. I've been praying all my life. And Mm -hmm. I Mm -hmm. never had to have, never even, even though reading this scripture, never had it preached or taught to the point where they say, hey, this this is law. This is what you have to do. And it's written here in this Bible. So, but they don't teach that. So is it that they don't teach it because it's not, it's Paul's opinion, or is it 
they don't teach it or, you know what I'm saying, because how much of, like I said, how much of this is, a, is an opinion and how much is this factual? Right. Girl. That's why you see, like, most of the women that come from Africa and everything, they always be co- they covered when they get here, and then probably after two, three years, four or five years that they're here, next thing mm-hmm. you know, they, they weren't paying. They, you know, yep. everything's different. Yep, the heads ain't covered no more. They but then got you got to look at it in the Bible when they said we've taken people from their land and we don't take their, um, what they say, what's the word they use? Just uh, basically they gonna, we're going to take their culture from them and we're going to mm-hmm. change it to the way we want it to be. Or, right. you know, that's, I, I'm just putting it in my own words. But, well, you know, they're taking I their identity. With, yeah, taking the identity from them. Right. Wow. See, look. Oh, Lord Jesus. You going to have me over here trying to figure out how to turn these pants into school? <laughs> you know they're going to switch these men and toe up some girl. Start stitching, making stuff together. So, I'm, that's, you know, that's something we can put on our prayer list tonight about, you know, that the Lord would just give us a revelation of what he's really saying. Because uh, what, I don't want to be out of order. I know and you know, it's, it's funny that you're talking about this because I just got the phone with my cousin. I was like, I'm sitting up here in this orchestra, and I could. My daughter, she had on a skirt. It wasn't long to the floor, but she still she had on a skirt. Another mm-hmm. girl had on a dress. I seen another. It was just like five people, five girls all together, had on skirts and dresses. But it was over. There was a whole, you know, just a whole lot of people, you know, in the band and in the orchestra. But they all had on um, pants. And I was not thinking, I was like, Lord, this ain't right. I mean, you know, just, and I had my pants on too, but still it was just like, how can we distinguish one from another right. when everybody looks the same? Right. And that would be like, oh, and my daughter would, ask, for one, she just got saved. And I'm trying to teach her how to be saved. Like, right, she does, She can't let go of her. She loves her music. Girl. She's into her worldly music. Mm-hmm. And I try to, you know, get her away from it and show her that uh, when she listens to that type of music, it actually does change her spirit, her attitude and everything changes, whether it be negative or positive, it changes to her. It, it curves to that appetite of that music, you know. And, uh, so right now she's been into that uh, Charles Jenkins. This means war, girl. She's like she wear that out. Like this is her morning, noon, breakfast, daytime, evening right. song. And uh, I don't know if that's me because I'm praying and you know, or just the fact that God is doing His own thing with her. But uh, it's going to be a hard thing for her to tell her that she can't wear pants, right? Because she's she like, what? Girl, I'm going to be 18 next year. I'm going to wear whatever I want to wear, you know. And so she loves her pants. And uh, she know they can't be too tight, but she want them to fit. She want them to show her shape. She want, you know, and right. uh, so it's a, that's, that's a real hurdle, you know what I'm saying, for young people to be able, you know, to tell them, hey, um, you can't wear, you know, that you got to wear this. And then you're looking like, what? 
and I got to run around with my head. You know, they run around now, and kids talking about, my, especially my daughter, talking about the Africans at school stink, and they got, <laughs> they got their heads covered up, and she don't know what they got up under their dresses, and she's scared of them, <laughs> you know, just crazy. <laughs> she is <thrilled. laughs> yeah, So, you know, it's like, I don't know what they're carrying up under all that stuff. You know, they can have a bomb on them. They can have anything on them. So she's scared. And so for, to tell her, hey, look, you got to cover your head to pray, she's going to be like, well, I just ain't going to pray. You know what I'm saying? That, you know, and that's just me knowing the nature of my child. She's not trying to go through all that. You know, mm-hmm. so I'm thinking, is this something that you are requiring? Um, is this for your women that you are called out, that you're calling out to priest in the hospital to teach? Uh, or is this for our women? It's, that's, it's, it's powerful. I know that I went to, through the uh, to Chicago's Lemonade over here by, on Preston Highway, and I had my hood on my head, and I had like a little uh, bonnet under, on my head, too, at the same time. And the men, it just seemed like they treated me different, because to me, if I'm all the way covered up, I don't think I look like a woman. But he was like, hey, beautiful. You know, just, but that's what they, this yeah, is to them. You know yes, what I'm saying? I, like, I went to. It's weird. So this I wasn't, was modesty. I wasn't saved at this time, but I had on a, a long little sundress, and uh, I had had my hair wrapped up, and I walked into the liquor store. I was going in there to get me some cigarettes, gear, case of beer, and the guy was like, "Oh, you're so beautiful." He he was like, you know, from India, yeah. black. Yeah. He's like, oh, beautiful. I'm thinking, I just jumped up and put on a sundress. Right. So I can go back home. And he was like, you're so beautiful. And he was like, I love your dress. I'm thinking, oh, my God. Okay. Thanks. <laughs> okay. But it yeah. was nothing. You know, and they, they, they you know, they, they, they look at you different. Yes, they do. They, Hello, you there? I'm here, yeah, I'm here. Oh, I thought they followed me out. But yeah, I was like, hey, they just like, hey, I'm in the draft field talking about, you look beautiful, hey, beautiful. I'm like, you can't even see my face. I got this hood on my head. <laughs> and I mean, it's some black men out here who love that too, to see somebody covered up. Right. But then there's some black men who take it on another different level. They feel that you're weak and they can control you. <laughs> right. It's so like, I don't know. I'm talking to my baby. they like, yeah, you don't need to be uh, having nothing exposed anyway. I don't want nobody touching you. I, I want you covered up anyway. I'm thinking, nigga, you just crazy. He's like, no, it's like, I, ain't, I don't have a problem with you being covered up. I was like, you are really crazy. But, yeah, I mean, you're right. Some black men don't care. You know what I'm saying? They don't want the world. Mm-hmm. Or they don't want nobody else viewing you the way they want to view you anyway. Hmm. You do get treated differently. You definitely do. But the world we live in today, girl, we start walking around with our skirts to the ground and our heads covered up. Uh, we might be considered terrorists. 
Yep. You know what I'm saying? We might reconsider terrorists. It's it's a scary thing. I think what I'm going to do, though, is take a little money. I got, you know, a little hair to do this weekend. Take me a little money and just buy me some hair wraps. You know what I'm saying? And uh, I don't know. You know what I'm saying? And whether or not it's a requirement or not, probably just get in the habit of wrapping, going back and wrapping my hair. And, uh, I remember the first time I used I got saved too. I used to just wear hair wraps to church, and one lady looked at me and was like, "Are you a prophet?" I was like, "No." <laughs> but you know, I guess I guess my identity was showing through you know by me wearing long friend. skirts and me yeah. wearing a a daggone scarf. That's what we call the scarf on our head. You know, we ain't got nothing to do with our head, but but they could see yeah. like, wow. That's a, yeah, that's I, a distinction. I, you know what? I think I'm going. I'm going to do it, and uh, I, I'm at least do it for. I would say I will do it for at least a week and see how I feel spiritually. For one, has to be praying with my head covered. You know what I'm saying? And uh, just going after the world covered up. How I feel about my spiritual self does it does it make an effect? Does it change the way I feel spiritually? Right. Uh, and does it? And have, have, what kind of reaction would I get from the body of Christ? Wow. But in the church wrapped up, my hair wrapped up, my skirt down to the flow, and no makeup. You know what I'm saying? Plain lips, no earrings. But, uh, you know, because um, I was, because I would wear my long skirts over to King, Kingdom Fellowship. Right. And then he had preached, one time he was preaching, he was like, some of y'all just too churchy. I was like, what? <laughs> That's what I'm saying. That's what I want to see. I want to like, see how the... What? Like, after you said that, it was just like, I know you coming at me because all the right. women in here wear pants and got makeup on the face and, you know. Right. But what if God is calling people back to that? that right. Place? And then you're supposed to be a leader. You're supposed to hear from God. You should know before I do. Funny, I, I sure don't be feeling convicted when I put on my long Right. Some people call you granny. Girl, yeah, I've been called that, you know. <laughs> yeah. But, I mean, I, it, you know, I feel like it's it's something that I feel like I'm kind of being pushed into. Like, you know, am, is God leading us to... That same area that he was, that he just took prophetess Juanita Bynum through. Mm-hmm. If he's taking this change of sanctification, uh, where you, when you see us, you know that we are called out women. We are this peculiar, this royalty, this you know royal priesthood that God has called. Like my mother, when we were sitting in Sister Leslie's uh, church. Mm-hmm. 
when it's over that, I'm just like, Lord, this is like, you know, old school. Like, you can just, yeah. I can even yeah. smell the different fragrance. Like, you know how they say the fragrance. <laughs> yeah, yeah, she, yeah. She, she don't wear no pants. She don't wear no makeup. She don't wear none of that. It's just like, wow. Yep, she don't do none of that. I'm just, you know, we uh, crazy, you know, like when I was doing her hair last week, we was talking about getting back to uh, tradition. And uh, I said, well, what do you think about women in pants? And uh, she said, well, you know, I, I follow the words, she said, but, uh, you know, I've been saved over 30-some years, and when I was growing up, you know, we they didn't even buy us pants. You know, like, it was, um, boy, you know, pants were for boys. That's how, you know, like, she's like, back in her day, that's what, you know, coming, you know, from generations of slavery and all, that was the tradition. Um, even then, women slaves wore dresses. They didn't wear women didn't wear pants. Right. Uh, so she said, and you know, just um, over time, they started. You know, women start. You know, they start making trousers and stuff for women, and things like that. And uh, but she got you know talking about you know that lesbian spirit. Uh, at that particular time was coming forth and women wanted to wear, you know, trousers. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. She said, but she never wore pants. Wow. Mm-hmm. I'm thinking, well, I wonder what she would think. What would she look like in a nice little pants suit? <laughs> <Why she's laughs> Now, this tripped me out the first time I seen uh, Louina's mama with some pants on. I was like, what? Right. Because when they used to come around when we was younger, they, like, everybody had on skirts. Mm-hmm. I was like, wow. And, I was, and then I just remember how she was like, I can take what skirts. And she was just like, wow. And here I am going to get some pants. And I'm knowing I'm feeling the way I be feeling about having my hair wrapped and covered and just, that really, that is powerful. Yeah, it's crazy. And then you went and you was shopping for pants and here with this conversation we have, you know what I'm saying? Like, I really, I'm I'm almost kind of convinced that um, this is something that God is just, you know, maybe it might not be law. It might be just that he is calling for us to come to a higher place. And he wants to sanctify us and separate us from the identity of this of world, world. This, from this culture. Yeah. Mm-mm-mm. Yeah. Because yeah. I went into uh, rainbows. I was like, oh, my goodness. I ain't never seen them have so many long skirts in here. <laughs> yeah, right. But I ended up picking the pants up. But still, it was just like, wow. Yeah, that's true. And they've been having a lot of this different dresses and different things in there. 
Because uh, yeah. I remember one day uh, I went in there. I was trying to find me something for church. And uh, this was right. I wasn't even saved then, but I was just wanting something different. I wanted to wear a dress instead of pants. And uh, everything they had as far as uh, dresses was just cakeish. And uh, the shirts was cut real long. And I was like, I asked the lady, I said, who do y'all shopping? You know, like, who's picking out the clothes? She was like, well, I manage you to go through a list and pick out what, you know, they pick out what they want for the store or whatever. I said, well, tell her she has been doing a poor job. Because everybody don't dress like a skate. Right. Girl, that lady that ran the cashier and just started laughing. I'm serious. Tell her, look, I am over 30. And I don't dress like a skank. I don't want to go, when I want to go to church or a business attire, I don't want to dress like I'm going to the club. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And uh, the next time I went in there, girl, <laughs> they had two jackets, and I was like, I need to start a little mm-hmm. way. <laughs> yeah, I right, what yeah. I'm talking about, yeah, change, change it. Yeah. I just, uh, I mean, maybe that's what he's doing to us, Mitchell. Maybe. Yeah. Well, I'm still stuck on us not being able to talk in the church. Like, what in the world is that, Lord? I'm like, probably just a little rude thing. What's wrong with him? I wonder if they was interrupting him when he was talking. You know, like asking questions. You know, like you know, like what was going on that he would say this? Because uh, he went from them having uh, having quarrels, and then he as he was talking to them, and that he was saying that they uh, they were talking about you know who baptized them and who this and who that, and I'm thinking, okay. And then he went into the women, like, and women should not, uh, the human should the first, um, 14 and verse 34. It says, in all the congregations of the saints, women should remain silent in the churches. They are not allowed to speak, but must be in submission, as the law says. If they want to inquire about something, they should ask their own husband at home, for it is disgraceful for a woman to speak in the church. So maybe you're right about uh, them wanting to speak out in the church about a particular thing. Right, like he didn't want to discuss it with them. Like, you don't have mm. no reason to be talking while I'm talking. All right. Mm-hmm. And he says, did the word of God originate with you, or are you the only people it has reached? If anybody thinks he is a prophet or spiritually gifted, let him acknowledge that what I am writing to you is the Lord's command. If he ignores this, he himself will be ignored. So, I don't like that. goes from the thing when um, they asked if a woman could be a bishop. 
I don't think right. so. I don't Bible says a bishop, you know, should have one wife. Yeah, yeah. And then uh, I, I had explained it to Naya after I got to finish listening to Apostle Herman. He said, you know how the, the word says, uh, man should always pray. And that's talking about mankind. He said, but when it goes into... Uh, when it goes into it, uh, when he's talking about being a bishop, he says, it says, amen. So we're talking about a Pacific gender now. We're talking about male. And then he says, it says, should be the husband of one wife. He said, now, women, you can't be a husband. And and, uh, you can't have a wife. So if you to say that you can be a bishop is contradicting God's word, saying that you can you can't have homosexual relationships because a woman could never be um, a husband and a man can't be a wife. Mm-hmm. So I just told Tania a couple of days ago uh, when she asked, she had asked me. I told her, well, I don't know really, and then I thought maybe it you know because of when it was written. Then I, as I read it myself as he was teaching on it, I went back and read what he was saying, and he was talking about you got to be uh, the husband uh, of one wife. I'm thinking, oh, man, he is really right. Because he said, uh, this is gender specific when he's saying mm-hmm. Yeah, so when it gets to anything like that, when it starts to talk about genders and being specific on certain things like that, uh, it's clearly speaking that a woman cannot be a bishop. She cannot. I even asked Pastor Leslie about that. She said a woman cannot. She said, in her opinion, according to what the word says, a woman should not be a bishop. She can be a pastor. Uh, she can do all those things, but uh, she cannot be a bishop. Yeah. Yeah. So, I don't believe <laughs> that a woman can be a bishop. I really don't. And we got bishops. Women, women that, you know, call themselves bishops. Yes, they do. Mm-hmm. I think I wrote a post about that about a couple of years ago. I'm like, oh, Lord, this woman that called herself a bishop, the devil is a lie. Whoa. I did it probably about two or three years ago because it's just never. Now, we call ourselves prophetess and all that, but we don't want to come off as a, that's why I was like, Lord, if there's a false prophet in me, can you kill it? I mean, I've been killing everything in this spring. <laughs> I've been killing, I'm like, Lord, kill the, the spirit of a psychic because the devil is a lie. I'm not no psychic. All right. I've been trying then, to kill everything. Every familiar spirit, you better bow down. I think um, the Lord, um, when he was talking about a prophetess, I think the only time it's really mentioned is when he was talking about uh, Deborah. And that's because, yeah. Yeah, yeah, because she was amongst men, and he wanted to separate the fact that she was a woman prophet. But mm-hmm. uh, when you go into the uh, epistles, it just talks about prophets. So you can be a female prophet, you know what I'm saying? Uh Prophet is, you know, something we didn't coined ourselves or whatever, but I believe that, you know, you're a prophet. You're just a female who's a prophet. And you, you know, 
you are a prophet. So I really just want the Lord to give us a clear understanding of his word. Yeah. Yeah, so we're going to pray about that. (laughs) We're going to pray about that, definitely. It's about to be 11 o'clock. Are you still fasting? Yes, I am. All righty. I'm going from 12 to 4. Okay. And if I got to go go longer, then I just keep on going. Yes, exactly. That's how I've been doing. So um, let's go in prayer. We're going to pray that the Lord will give us a, a better understanding of his word and uh, that he will continue to do what he's doing in our life, uh, whether it's you know, um, calling us to a higher place, sanctifying us, whatever. Uh, I definitely want to pray that the Lord will uh, teach us how to pray. I was listening to uh, a lady speaking on um, making sure that you have all the bases areas of your life covered. Sometimes we focus on prayer in one particular area, and then the enemy comes in and attacks in another place because we ain't really had that covered. We just right. assume that because God knows our things, he's going to watch our things, but we got to pray for everything. So just pray that whatever we haven't touched on, uh, uh, whatever we may, you know, forget in our human minds that God would, you know, bring it to our minds or, you know, just watch over everything, you know, from the kids, the finances, to the houses, to health, to our husbands, our, uh, everything, you know what I'm saying, even our jobs, our cars, everything, we, you know, because uh, yeah. Yeah. he was using the scripture of how David went to go fight the, um, uh, the Amalekites the, and then uh, how he was out there fighting and left his family and all the women and children uncovered. And so even though he was working and he was diligent in one area, one area was left defenseless in which that was his family. And so she was like, so you want to make sure that you cover every area of your life. So just pray that the Lord will teach us how to pray. And, uh, you know, and that when we pray, we pray in the right spirit because you know, I don't want to pray nothing fleshly. I don't want to pray nothing uh, that God is not asking, you know, for us to talk about. Right. So, that is my prayer request. Yep. All right. Yeah. Mine just that uh-huh. we uh, continue growing in grace. Right. And like you said, that we put everything in God's order. The way right. he wants it to be, and you know what he got it to be in these last days. Um, for he he knows what's ahead of. Look, I'm starting to pray already, but he knows what's ahead of us. So you know <laughs> that we just walk <laughs> according to his will and his purpose for our life. And you know, just pray for Naya. Yes. And pray for my family members that I the females that uh, I've been been locked up for the past two weeks. I keep mm-hmm. getting phone calls of, you know, family members being locked up and it's all mental mental cases. Yeah, right. So uh that Yeah, pray for our minds, Lord Jesus. And I, I believe that's another place or area where God is taking us in our ministry. We're gonna really tear down some strongholds in women's lives. I really yep. do. Because uh, we've been tested and tried in so many areas, even in the mental area. 
uh, in relationship. And uh, we have overcame. And uh, I think God allowed us to go through what we went through in our mental state and in our life so that we can be a benefit and help to somebody else. So we definitely are going to pray for mental health. And I'm ready. I'm ready. Father God, most high and precious Thank morning, you, Lord God, in the name of Jesus, for listening to our conversation, Lord God, in the name of Jesus. Forgive us, Lord God, for any sins, Lord God, that we have committed, Lord God, that we were not aware of, Lord God, in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Lord God, for your grace and your mercy, Lord God, in the name of Jesus. Father God, I pray in our life, Lord God, in the name of Jesus. I ask, Lord God, that you will look over Naya and her family, Lord God, in the name of Jesus. You will be the provider, Lord God, in the name of Jesus, that you will do the supernatural in her life, Lord God, in the name of Jesus.
Father God, take away every fear that we may have, Lord God, of ministering, Lord God, and to your people, Lord God, in the name of Jesus. Give us the words to speak, Lord God, to your people, Lord God, in the name of Jesus. Thank you for more wisdom, Lord God. Thank you for more understanding. For you said in your word that your people perish for the lack of knowledge, Lord God. So we're asking for more knowledge. We're asking for more wisdom and understanding in your word, Lord God, because that is where we find our purpose in you, Lord God, in the name of Jesus. Thank you for transforming us into new creatures, Lord God. Thank you, Lord God, for removing our stony hearts, Lord God, and giving us a heart of flesh and compassion, Lord God, in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Lord God, for moving us, Lord God, in the spirit realm, Lord God, and taking us deeper in you, Lord God, in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Lord God, in the name of Jesus, for those who you have put over us, Lord God, in the name of Jesus, to lead us, Lord God, and direct us in the path of righteousness, Lord God, in the name of Jesus. Bless them, Lord God, with more wisdom and knowledge and understanding, Lord God. In the name of Jesus, we just thank you, Lord God. Hallelujah for all your mighty works and acts, Lord God, in the name of Jesus. I pray, Lord God, for Sister Deanna Dixon, Lord God, in the name of Jesus. I pray that you will continue to bless her, Lord God, and help her continue to be a prophet of this nation, Lord God, in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. In Jesus' name, thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. In the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord Jesus. God bless you, love. God bless you, too. All right. We will talk tomorrow. All right, then. All right. Good night. All right.